Recovery is stupendous. Achievable. Hope. Freedom. 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 Empowering. It's unique to everyone. It's a journey, not a destination. Getting a new lease on life. Finding restoration after you fall down. Recovery is having the freedom to enjoy life. For me, it was finding a way to really love myself. My recovery is possible in part because of my own sense of purpose. Welcome to Montana's Peer Network Recovery Talks Podcast. I'm Jim Haney. And Bill Devil, Recovery Coach. Okay, so we are working our way through the 10 guiding principles of recovery. And today we're going to be talking about trauma, uh, addressing trauma. It's not just trauma. It's really about addressing trauma or I always think of it as trauma awareness, being aware of the impact of trauma. You know, it's not always a, you think about addressing trauma and then I start thinking about my own trauma that's happened in my life and I get all squirrely and, but it's something that without addressing debilitates us from being able to be emotionally connected to the ones that we love. Mm. Um, And and so I think that addressing trauma is important for quality of life. True, true. I'd say it's also important for growth in recovery. Very much so. That for some people, they are like, I'm in recovery from trauma. I was not one of those people. I was not one of those people who right off the bat was like, I'm in recovery because of these traumatic events that happened to me. That was a realization or a learned as I progressed through counseling one-on-one, my own personal growth, examining things, but that was not. And, and for me, it was like, I guess I equated trauma with PTSD and I, and I equated that to uh, war, soldiers in war. And I was like, well, I've never been in war, so I can't have PTSD, which means I can't have trauma. So I as well had to, had to learn what trauma was mm-hmm. and, and if I had any and where it happened and then, and then how to deal with it. I, I also, with the, with the, PTSD thing always equated that with war and yeah. if you're in war there's trauma and right. PTSD right. and I never I never equated living life and going through an experience where there might be stigma involved and having to recognize and be honest with yourself that that could equate to trauma in your own life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was something that I that was hindsight, right? And something that when when I talk about it, still affects me emotionally today. Yeah. In the aspects of that was a lot to go through. That was a lot. That was a lot to take in. Yeah. It took a lot to get to that point. And now what do I do? Right. What do I, what do I do about it? Right. Right. You know, right. 
Right. Now, right. now what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How do I actually address it? Yes. Now, um, I have an awareness. Now, how do I address it? Yeah. Yeah. You know, when I think back to my first counselor, you know, I went to a mental health center and, you know, had a counselor. I mean, we, we didn't talk about trauma. We, we weren't talking about trauma. And I don't know, you know, there were other things going on for me, right? But we really didn't. It was later on, later on down the road in my journey with a different counselor that we began to talk about trauma. And then, you know, doing this type of work, MPN, gave me the opportunity to then be exposed to all kinds of trauma trainings. And so I was able to do that, you know, National Center for Trauma-Informed Care and Sanctuary Model. And so then that really like accelerated that process for me. But it's amazing to me that that was not something that was talked about or even even just literature, you know, like here at the MPN office, I mean, I sitting in front of me and I just went over to the brochure rack, you know, grabbed, I mean, we have, you know, a recovery bill of rights for trauma survivors. I mean, even just if somebody had handed me this, right, to start me on that process of, you know, raising my awareness, you know, believe in your ability to heal and seek allies who share, share with you, trust your allies, you know, healing is possible, you know, just, just, but it, it didn't happen and, and I don't know why and I'm not, you know, pointing the finger or anything like that. But it's like just this simple thing like a brochure or, you know, this a two-page flyer. Yeah. I was thinking that, you know, you were talking about how it wasn't addressed in therapy and stuff like that. And then you got exposed to all these trainings. It's similar to me as well. And then you become aware of some of the trauma that has gone on in your own life. Yes. Um, yes. It, it was kind of, kind of, kind of backwards. I, you get exposed to training and yeah. and becoming aware, and then you're like, oh well, like I guess I did have trauma. Yeah. Um, in my life, and 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 a lot of that is is where I was in my recovery. Mm-hmm. I was willing to accept mm-hmm. what had happened. Right. Where right. where when when the event or events had happened, right. it was like, well, that didn't really happen and that didn't really go on. Mm. And you just mm. move on, you just move on with your life. And then you just forget about it. Right. Not right. knowing that it's affecting right. decisions and things that Absolutely. that you're that you're making for the next however many years until years. you choose to address it. Now what I like or am comfortable knowing is is that you know, one of our other Ted Gandhi principles is is person driven, mm-hmm. and and I get to control the throttle mm-hmm. on addressing the trauma that's in my life. Right. How much am I willing to unpack at this point? Right. Right. And 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 I seek professional help, and 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 I get those things addressed. And if there's more to be addressed, that's been brought up in that. I get to decide yeah. Yeah. the yeah. pace that that's yeah. going to happen. Yeah. And, and it doesn't have to be, even though it feels like, overwhelming and it's just better buried and not addressed at all. Mm-hmm. 
because we become comfortable with that. Right. The, the liberation of being willing to face it mm-hmm. and address it mm-hmm. and, and then move on mm-hmm. is, is, is something that you only get to feel when you do it. Yeah. It, it's, you, you can't really explain it or, right. or, or try right. and put it in a bottle and say, if you just do this, this is what's going to happen right. for you. Right, right, um, right. And right. so it's, it's personal. Yeah, so. yeah. Yeah, that happened for me when I did the sanctuary model. So at MPN here at work, we purchased that training program. And while it doesn't say this is for peer supporters, it kind of is because anybody can do it. I mean, they send you the, the manual and it says group facilitators say this, you know, like, and it sort of walks you through, mm-hmm. you know, and it's real long. It's, it's got all these different modules, four different modules, and then each one has sub chapters in it. But the way it's structured, it, it gave me education about trauma and, and each subchapter was broken in these different groups. So you were sort of learning about trauma in a, in a more general way. But then there's a handout. And you take the handout home. And that's all about you. Oh, yeah. Right? <laughs> and so then you fill out the hand. Then when you yeah. come back to group, you then discuss the handout. Then you go to the next subchapter and you keep. And then they build on each other. Mm. And so by the time you get through this thing, and I think there's like. 30 sub chapters within these four main headers. Oh, wow. So it's extensive. You're doing yeah. it for months. But when you get done, you got this binder with all these handouts in them. And you've learned from a, that general, that overview, you've learned about, yes, soldiers who go to war can have Trump. Yes. Mm. But so can kids who go to school and are bullied and yeah. ostracized by their so peer groups and social groups and teams and you know like you just you learn about and the impacts and all that and it's sort of like dual learning you're sort of learning in two two different ways that was such an eye-opener to me in those worksheets taking those worksheets home and then doing them and then and then you can share if you want and when you come back if you want to share your answers with the group you can if you don't want to you know so some things are more personal you don't share some do but techniques in there little tools for the toolbox mm-hmm. you know and a chance to put some thoughts ideas experiences on paper to actually put them down you know and then hear other people so you know you got six seven people in a group you're hearing their experiences that for me was really a game changer that was really something that had a deep impact on me um and then later gave me the courage to reach out to the National Trauma Center and they have a peer support specific training and have them hire them to come out right. and train me and the staff so we could teach the class. Because mm-hmm. I don't think I could have done that if I hadn't gone through that earlier piece, yeah. you know, like I feel like I have a decent knowledge, you know, the impact, but I don't know why it's not addressed more early on with people, you know, why we're not talking a little more about it, raising people's awareness. Cause I mean, before we started the podcast, you and I were even talking, just getting a diagnosis yeah, <laughs> can be traumatic. 
Very much so. Yeah. yeah. You're, uh, at least for me, my experience was, it was like my heart stopped and it was like, well, what do I do now? Like, my whole world has just changed because I just got labeled. Right. What do I do with that? Yeah. And it took two, three, maybe four months before I accepted the diagnosis. Before I accepted that that's what was said wow. um, for me to move on. So not and, even what, what not even the diagnosis, just that that's what was said. Yeah. This, yeah. And 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 to this day, when when I'm telling my story and I and I talk about that moment, mm -hmm. I stop and I get choked up sometimes. Because, you know, when you're telling your story in that way, yeah. you're going through it chronologically, um, and there's leading emotions up to it, and it, I, I have to stop. And, mm -hmm. because it was a lot, mm -hmm. just a diagnosis, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But there's other things also that might not seem on the surface to be trauma and they can be yeah 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 little hidden hidden yeah. things that have happened to you yeah and yeah, and yeah, and yeah. one of the things that that i've noticed for myself was was i was an athletic kid and liked to play sports and and not being able to participate or a coach playing me because um of a particular religious belief and and knowing that that's what it was and me trying as hard as I could to be yeah. the best I could and you know when when I look back and I and at the time I didn't know that it was but I sure talked about it a lot mm. in my adult life over mm. and over and over mm. again until it was addressed to me right. do you think that that was a traumatic experience well, I don't know if it was a traumatic experience. I just know, you know, you know, when I fly off the handle and, and you know. What makes you think that? <laughs> I had no clue. Yeah. And right. then after the conversation, I'm like, well, maybe. <laughs> Got to be honest with yourself. Right. Got to be willing right. to look at certain, right. certain things that right. maybe you just don't want to look at. You yeah, know? yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, uh. It's a journey. Yeah. Well, and, definitely a journey. And, and then that's the other part of it is the way it comes out in us, right? Mm -hmm. So yes, all these different things can be can be traumatic experiences, but then the way it sort of comes out of us, mm -hmm. and it can come out as you know anger, denial, but drinking, drugs, yeah. you know, self harm, you know, right? I mean, gambling. I mean, people do all kinds of stuff sideways. Just yeah, sideways. yeah, and yeah. and and as a as a as a society, we, we don't yet recognize it for that. We we look at it like, what's that guy acting like that for? You know, yeah. right? Like we don't think, well, maybe something's happened in his yeah. life, and that's why he's drinking a you know fifth of Jack Daniels, and yeah. you know, right? Like he's trying to push that down, right? Yeah. Like, but we we're not there yet. Like I don't think we've evolved to that recognition. The same way we might with, you know, uh, the, the, a sore throat or cold or flu. We say, oh, you have a sore throat. Oh, you know, is it your gland swollen? You know, like we, we kind of start like diagnosing like, you know, oh, well, maybe you have strep throat. Maybe you should get a test for strep throat or something, you know, right? Or tonsillitis. And, but like, I don't think we're there yet with trauma. We just go, 
well, that person's acting, this person's a jerk or whatever. Like we, and, and we don't think it through, like the next step is, well, maybe something's happened in that person's life yeah. and this is how it's coming out and it's not healthy and it's not good and it's hard to observe or if you're the person they're, you know, lashing out at, hard to experience. I remember there's, I'll see, I'll see if I can, I can get it right. There was the saying on a whiteboard, be kind because you don't know what's happened to the person yeah, yeah, yeah. that's next to you. Or, yeah. or it yeah. was, it was, it was just trying to infer yeah. that we just don't know what the person next to us has gone through. True. Very true. To, and to just be kind, period. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and and being kind goes a long ways. It does with 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 people, and unfortunately, in today's society, each of us individually has gone through something that's traumatic. Yeah, that has yeah. impacted us. Yeah, um, in a way that is personal. Yeah, and yeah. and yeah. we need to be mindful of that. I think. Or, or I should say, I need to be mindful of that because I have an opportunity to help people that have been through trauma right. as, as right. well. Right. Um, and that's traumatic in itself. It is. And, Very and much so thankfully, is. there's tools um, for us to utilize to be able to get through those things and self-care. And it's not the end of all things. Right. If we have been through something traumatic, right. it's, it's, right. it, it is what it is yep. and, and we can move forward yeah. when we're ready and when we're willing. True. Very so. true. I, I went to, uh, <clears throat> attended this big, great big training once and there was a number of different facilitators doing different aspects of trauma, including a peer supporter. But there was this one guy and I, can't remember his name, but he was uh, he was at Ground Zero, nine eleven. He went in and with the firefighters and was trying to you know. Anyway, he said this thing, and, it, and you know, it's been a number of years. I can't remember exactly, but you know, he said it's like it's like the United States and the, the world. You know, think of it as this big pond, and, and somebody dropped a, a rock on New York City, and there's these waves. Right. So if you lived in New York City, the wave is big and it's overwhelming. Right. If you live in Pennsylvania, it's a little smaller, but it's still coming. And Chicago and, you know, he kept going until he got to Montana. You know, he's like the wave still came to Montana. Mm -hmm. Now you're not in New York City, so it's it's dissipated a little bit. But he said anybody around the world who was watching television on 9-11, saw time and time and time and time again, this horrific event happened and people were dying and, you know, destroying of a, a city and all these lives. And he said, you're, you're probably, every one of you has some level of that wave hit you and each one of you have some level of trauma. And unless we find a way to talk about it, you're going to keep carrying that. And then it comes mm -hmm. out and he's, you know, and yeah. so it was like, wow, you know, I never really thought about it, you know, like these events. And, I, you know, there's been other, you know, uh, Pearl Harbor, you know, yeah. right, you know, 
I mean, there's other world sort of events. Today in the world, we're in the middle of coronavirus. And, and there's a whole trauma that's happening happening with that and what's going on around the world and the uncertainty and fear, fear, anxiety, Lots of fear. Yeah, people are dying. I mean, it's yeah. real. And we're all experiencing this. And what's going to be the cumulative effect, you know, down the road that we're going to have? It's been something on, on my mind. And uh, what's what's it going to be like in the future? Because we're... We're, we're pretty well into this now. We're, this is nine months of, you know, yeah. you think of the definition of... And it'll need to be addressed, and it'll it come out in weird ways, and, yeah. and we'll, be, we'll, we'll never have thought that these events or these things yeah. would be happening, and it's related to right. what we're going through right. right now. Right, right. This abrupt... Yeah. We were all going through our lives, and all of a sudden, boom, everything just took a left turn, so... Uh, again, we're talking about the 10 guiding principles of recovery, and today we're talking about uh, addressing trauma in your recovery. And I encourage you, the listener, you think about your own experience and um, you know traumatic events that maybe have happened to you, and uh, you know how are you going to address that or process it with a peer supporter or a counselor or a a loved one or spiritual advisor, sponsor, whoever that's going to be, I encourage you to kind of take a look at that and think about, you know, I think Bill's going to got some words of wisdom here for us. A little saying, sometimes your heart needs more time to accept what your mind already knows. Very nice. All right. So thank you so much for tuning in to another episode 10 Guiding Principles of Recovery. Thanks, guys. Talk to you later. Bye. Recovery works and recovery is possible. Recovery works and recovery is possible. Recovery works. Recovery is possible. Recovery is possible. (laughs) Recovery works and recovery is possible. Recovery works and recovery is possible. Recovery works and recovery is possible. Recovery.